behind every great design, behind every great collection, there is a narrative. Try to get to know the narrative of that designer. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. As we continue our ride on the fuckery roller coaster that is still 2020, fashion continues to attempt to survive and thrive. Style remains eternal, and while pivot is the word of the year, many of us have been pivoting how we express style over Zoom meetings. I definitely have Zoom fatigue, but in business, the show goes on. I have a love-hate relationship with the term new normal, but I agree we need to bury the old normal and never return to it. But we are still in this damn pandemic in what feels like forever, and our wardrobe focus has shifted dramatically. But I'm here for you. When the seasons change, we tend to automatically think about clothes with the back-to-school vibes and all. Even though we've gained 20 pounds, clothes can still uplift us, comfort us, and support us feeling good about ourselves, even if we have to find a mask that matches, and sustainably. So we are looking at what we already have in our closet. If you've been collecting all this time, like I told you, you're in good shape. If you've been quote unquote saving money by buying Fashion Nova, H&M, and Zara, I'm sending you thoughts and prayers. But it's never too late to change your habits. The resellers of used but still marketable apparel say that the dedicated resale and secondhand clothing markets will likely grow more than 400% between 2019 and 2024. Levi's just launched its secondhand shop and The Real Real is teaming up with Gucci to create a curated shop for the brand. Not only is fashion desirable and a mood booster, but now it must be genuine, relevant, and again, sometimes sustainable. I have a few ideas for your refresh that can easily go with your current closet. First off, if you have grown attached to your house sweats or leggings, cool, I have too. The easiest transition out of that home uniform is knit dressing. Whether that means a sweater dress, sweater set, or matchy-matchy knit top and bottom. And later, when you lose the extra five or 10, you can wear the top or bottom with jeans or other stuff you have. Earrings, how's your earring game? Whether you're being the quiet one on Zoom calls or you have to present a deck, eventually you will have to turn on the Zoom camera. Wearing slightly larger earrings or hoops or a cool necklace a la Michelle Obama, love that lady, can give an extra boost to the ear. And that may be all you need to impress your boss or if you're interviewing, secure that future bag. I love Kiri by Jamil Muhammad. Yes, that's right, a black man who makes Afro-futuristic hoops. And remember hoops used to be viewed as poor or pedestrian when it was a favorite amongst black and brown ladies. Let's be honest, it's a black girl favorite. That's now the signature earring for people like AOC. And similar to the Flotus's vote necklace by Bashari, also black owned, she has plenty of other amazing pieces for that decolletage. I don't know about y'all, but I can only prance around in my pajamas for so long. Yes, I prance in my place. And sometimes I miss the days of having it all pulled together, at least at the top of the body. 
Now, I love a pattern or stripes, but apparently on video, it's still best to wear black or white, but maybe get a puffy sleeve or a ruffle detail. Nothing says, I'm a grown up, like a blouse. If you like color, still do that, especially if it's your favorite color. Color therapy is a real legit thing. Like I love yellow, even though it apparently gives you an appetite, such as the arches in the McDonald's sign, or for a while, most kitchens were painted yellow because again, it gives you an appetite. I noticed that I had a lot of peachy pink silk tops, so that must be my happy color, but I have friends, especially in New York, that still wear all black. Hey, no wrong answer here, but for me, the year has already been so bleak, so trying to find the hope where I can. And if you truly cannot give up your pajamas, I love the line Daily Sleeper. All of the dumb influencers rock them. They're like legitimate matchy silk pajamas that ladies started wearing out to events. And now I saw that they began carrying knit and sweater sets in addition to their cotton moo-moos. I believe they are founded by two Russian chicks, which is fine because I always saw myself in their marketing, not just when Black Lives Matter kicked up this year. What about the feet? Glad you asked. I saw a funny question, I think on June Ambrose's Instagram that said, are heels canceled? Are heels canceled? What y'all think? Even though this summer I found myself wearing my little wellies, you know, the hunter rain boots with shorts, I think it made me feel like I had on a low-key hazmat suit. I seriously hate when shit splashes up on my legs and my feet. And with all the protests, hiking, biking, and the rejection of heels, I guess the boot of the year is a combat boot. From a Doc Martin to, if you can go for it, Prada, which had like all these pockets on it to store your first aid supplies. Not that it has to be Prada, but you know, it doesn't hurt. We are all walking our neighborhoods more instead of commuting in cars. At least that's the case in LA. And how have designers adjusted to this shift in wardrobe priorities? Outside of shifting production to PPE, designers are literally making Zoom friendly collections such as Prada with the logo sitting high in dead center right at the neck for everyone in the call to see. And socks. Am I the only one wearing a lot of socks? I think Leandra Medine of Man Repeller, well now just Repeller, documented all the socks she wore for a week when normally she would share street style pictures. Maybe socks are the new shoe. There are so many socks that say vote, which is really important and really cute. So if you gotta wear a lot more socks or you're buying socks, buy those. And the other trend I noticed this fashion season, meaning New York Fashion Week and Paris Fashion Week was genderless collections. As the voices of those who do not identify as strictly male or female are slowly being heard, more brands are beginning to catch on and create gender neutral collections to suit all. Nicolas Gasquer replaced gender assigned silhouettes. What cut might dissolve the masculine and the feminine? What wardrobe might make them come together in one? These were the questions he answered in his collection. He wanted to bring the world's richest luxury label on a voyage of exploration to discover and abolish the last gender frontiers. And there are so many other brands doing this, like Telfar Clemens. Yes, the same designer of the it bag with the T on it, the leather bags. Telfar has been a unisex clothing line since 2005. Bravo to that black man. And so many others, One DNA and Too Good are all labels that are unisex or gender neutral. And if you're paying attention, this is the future. 
While I think super curvy women or petite women like me will continue to need certain cuts because if you're cutting to include a man, it has to be a bit more boxy. But I do think this shows an awareness and when you talk about that buzzword pivot, this is how you do it. As you all know, we are in a wild election season. In between glasses of wine, try to vote before October 20th if it's by mail or better yet, return it to your local ballot box. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.